John Bush here with a Rise Up Radio podcast. It's October 7th, 2013. And I want to chat a bit about a post I made a couple days ago on the good old face crack that on Facebook that has caused quite a stir, um, quite a controversy. I knew where a lot of people stood on this issue, but I didn't suspect there would be so many people reacting in the manner they did. Uh, essentially, uh, for the past several months, I've been more conscious and cognizant of the presence of nasty, hateful, sometimes racist, sexist, misogynistic, uh, hurtful language that is uh, ever-present in the liberty movement and in in most movements. Uh, However, I feel like it's predominant in the liberty movement for a few factors which we can discuss later. So uh, I saw someone post on Facebook saying, hey, does anybody have any music suggestions? Nothing faggy, please. And I took it upon myself to, to repost their what they said, to take a screenshot of it and share it and let people know that this is ever-present in the liberty movement and I think it's detrimental because it, it causes people hurt feelings, it offends some people. Uh, additionally, it turns away potential uh, allies and coalition partners that are more concerned with uh, hateful language and, and oppression of, of minority groups. And it kicked up a fury, a firestorm. The, one of the biggest lessons that I took out of it, um, and I've learned a lot from all the discussions and what's going on, is uh, it, the way that people reacted. For people to see something, I didn't. I didn't seem like I was being, you know, attacking in any way. Uh, but for people to respond by saying, "This post is gay," or "Oh boy, you're a fag, John, for bringing this up." And have all sorts of nasty, hurtful language on top of a observation about how hurtful language might be harming our efforts in the liberty movement or individuals' efforts to accomplish their goals. Uh, I, I was surprised by that. Uh, I wouldn't expect people to react in that way. I would hope that some people would just contemplate it for the most part. But I guess people were offended that I posted uh, this this rhetoric, this example of this rhetoric. Maybe the people that were offended were people that utilized that rhetoric. A lot of people. Myself included, uh, you know, I've, I've changed, but uh, you know, back in high school and certainly in the college days, me and my buddies would throw around terms like fag or that's gay. Uh, but I've since come to realize how that can continue to purvade an atmosphere and environment uh, of oppression, whether someone realizes it or not. So a lot of people say, oh, we're just joking around. I have a lot of gay friends. I don't actually mean hateful things. But you got to step back and, and think about why is it that. You're describing something in a negative connotation, and in order to do so, you utilize language that describes a particular group. Uh, for example, describing something as gay, adding a negative connotation to that. Why use that particular word? And if you notice, you know, calling someone homo or a cunt or even bitch, uh, usually language and words are used that are tied with historically oppressed groups. And it's my opinion that the continual use of these words, even in a funny fashion, or what you would perceive as, as funny, uh, continues to further the presence of oppression, which is, of course, alive and well uh, for most populations. Uh, another example is, for, say, to call someone a Jew because they might be tight with money. 
it it's it's a, allowing a negative connotation to be attached. That's also you've been using a word that describes a group of people uh, that have been historically oppressed, and uh, I, I think it's harmful and it deters away from the cause. Uh, I would you know question why it is that that's the language that people want to joke about and tell jokes about and call their friends. What what is it about? our upbringing or what is it about culture that has allowed that to flourish and thrive and be generally accepted or going or what is it about that that allows people to get so offended when someone questions that you know when it's as tied to the liberty movement some that comes up is oh well uh, you know this is free speech obviously and and people have don't have a right not to be offended which I agree with also people say oh well people choose to be offended and you know, some people make the choice, or they have some growth, and they move beyond being offended about some things. But just because people choose to be offended or have been harmed to the point where uh, they don't they don't have a choice because their their being was shaped by some sort of harm, you know, just because you may not be offended or think that people choose to be offended, still doesn't make it right to utter words that may even be harming anyone with an earshot or eye shot on social media. Or out in public, uh, I think it's uh, kind of selfish, um, and it's something that's present in the liberty movement. You know, a lot, a whole movement that prides itself on suppo- supposedly prides itself on personal responsibility. I think we should extend it further into all aspects of our life and take responsibility for the language that we use and the way that it makes other people feel, especially when this language may be purveying uh, historical oppression. Uh, you know, it's no wonder why the liberty movement is lacking women, minorities, and folks from generally other classes. You know, it's it's not just a stereotype that a large majority of libertarians are Caucasian, middle class, upper class, or younger, you know, activist college students, and a large, large majority of them are women. You can see this as you travel to the conferences throughout the country. Perhaps some of it has to do with the fact that this, what I would call immature attitude, is, is prevalent, and people are turned off by that. Women especially. Not all women, but some women. Some women are crude and crass too, and that's fine, but I would hope people would take into account the way that they're making others feel, because I think it's, it's very important, and I would hope that we would take responsibility for the way that we make other people feel whenever we use language. It's damaging, it's hurtful to others. And it turns away coalition partners like uh, valuable allies on the left, left anarchists, occupiers. You may not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but can unite against police abuse, against corporatism and fascism and bailouts for the wealthy and how the banks are are harming the people. But a lot of uh, left anarchists and occupy folks don't want to work or associate with liberty movement folks because, again, uh, there's spaces that aren't safe for uh, hom- for people that appreciate the same sex, uh, sexual preferences, and for people that have been historically oppressed. So, uh, what was the other point, what was the other point, what was the other point, what was the other point? I just want to give another example of how this language can purvey uh, hurt and pain and suffering and oppression, even though one doesn't intend to convey that idea. Let's say someone went to a traditional public high school in the United States that had a bunch of bullies, and let's say that they were gay, and they were openly gay, and they were beat up and bullied severely, and multiple people 
would uh, beat them up and, and inflict physical violence upon them regularly and call them fag. Couldn't it be possible that perhaps someone that was victimized in that manner, even when they hear the word fag in a, a joking manner, still brings back remembrance of, of being oppressed and, and physically abused back in high school or some other day. Um, you know, some gay people say, oh, I don't mind when people use the word, but there are some that do mind, and I try to make it a, a general objective to try to speak to the lowest common denominator when it comes to offending people, especially offending people with words that are associated with groups and used in a negative connotation. I try to just speak in a manner that wouldn't offend anyone because it causes negativity in society and it, it deflects from the message that I'm trying to convey, that I'm trying to persuade people to, to join the cause of, of freedom or to do anything in life. So just wanted to throw that tidbit out there to go along with the conversation. I appreciate that a lot of people uh, see eye to eye on this front and uh, I hope people that don't would perhaps do some self-reflection or consider it in a different light, consider it from someone else's perspective, which I think is something that's indicative of Someone becoming an adult when you're respectful of not just the way that you feel about things, but the way that your words or actions can make others feel about things. It's crucial into creating a just, functional, free society. Just want to throw that out there. This is a Rise Up Radio. Check out riseupradio.com. Peace and freedom. Spread the love. Don't hate.